everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fitness Oracle Minicast series. I am your host, John Katsavos, and today we are going into how I came about all this knowledge and why sometimes it aggravates me when I hear trainers talk without proper training. So this actually happened, I can easily say, seven years ago. Um, maybe 10 years ago when I took when I took a course and this course specifically its own sole purpose was to talk about the science behind exercise and the first weekend the instructor completely blew me away I was at the point where I was like I walked out of there feeling that I knew nothing. Uh, just to give you a little bit of a backdrop, like at that point I was seven, let's say ten years ago. I was thirty-four years old, and I was. I've been working out since I was sixteen, so close to twenty years. Twenty years of all this knowledge being drilled into me through reading like Arnold Schwarzenegger's books and. Uh, Paul Check and this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy and magazines like uh, Muscle Mag and all these like top following all these top bodybuilders. I'm like thinking, okay, I got this huge, huge, huge database of exercise and movements and knowledge, and I'm training people. I've been training people for maybe three years at that point, and I'm thinking, okay, I, I know what I'm talking about, and then I go into this course. And this one train, this one trainer, just took everything that I knew for the past twenty years, and just threw it right out the window. I went into work that first weekend. It was February. I'll never forget. It was February. I can't remember the date of. I think it was the beginning of February. I got. Uh, it was the second, first week of February. Uh, that Monday. I walked into work at LA Fitness. I looked at my client. My client asked me, what are we doing today? And I told her, I don't know. And she just looked at me. She goes, what are you talking about? I told her, I don't know what we're going to do today. I, I just took a course. And I just realized I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anything when it comes to training people. Because it's, it's just such a complex issue. You cannot, you cannot spend just one weekend and just learn about personal training and get a certificate saying that you can train a human being. You cannot do that. That is not a safe practice to do. It, it, it is a lifetime of practice. It is a lifetime of study. You have, if you don't, if you're a personal trainer and you don't have a skeleton in your closet or in your room and you're not studying like, like books, doctor, doctor's books on neurology, on mus muscular system, on the skeletal system, uh, if you're not trying to understand the math behind it, you're not a personal trainer. I'm sorry. And she's like, okay, so what are we going to do? And I was like, okay, let's just keep doing what we're doing, but I'm going to have you seated more to this, this day because I don't feel safe putting you here because I don't know what's going on with you. And uh, I'll, she's like, all right, whatever. I'm like, this lady's paying good money 
but it wasn't the lady that was the that was the that was the um, that was uh, where the story is going. Story is going with one of my male clients. I had been training this guy for three months at the time, maybe four months, and he was liking my personality, he was liking my jokes, and we were getting personal and this and that, and. Uh, And we were having a really good vibe, uh, me and this guy. And uh, he he came for a session, and he looked at me. He goes, "What are we doing today?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just got out of this uh, uh, this new program, and everything that I know doesn't work. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't feel safe training you." And he just looked at me. He goes, "So then, why did I spend all this money?" I'm like, <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like, I "Wish." I go. Let's just do something to give you some kind of movement and uh, we'll see what we can do. I don't think he was very happy and I don't blame him, but he understood what I was trying to tell him. The fact that I can actually had the honesty to tell him, I don't know what I'm doing, but I am doing something to learn about doing it better. I, it really resonated with him. And he has been a what you call a lifetime client. He's just one of those clients that I was training both of his boys. I had his wife at one point. I was training the entire family. And wherever I went, he followed. Uh, now that COVID hit, it's a little bit hard to train people in, in person. And I don't do it because I'm not allowed to touch people. In a lot of my practice, as we know, right, as we know from the last couple this week so far, I do do a lot of hands on stuff like muscle testing, joint manipulation, uh, not joint manipulation, but joint uh, joint integrity testing and uh, just to find where the weakness is and strengthen that weakness so that when we get to the squat rack that you can kill the squat rack. No problem. And you're not going to be hurt doing it. I don't I don't have to worry about hurting you doing it. So. That's the that's the whole story behind it, and um, this happened ten years ago, and it's just been a whirlwind of knowledge knowledge dump after knowledge dump after aha moments after literally going to up to driving forty five minutes north to be part of a study group just so I could uh, understand other forces that are being applied to the body and uh, trying to figure out okay why is a leg graze which is a hip flexor movement. Why are people considering a trunk exercise when it's a hip flexor movement? And there's a, there is a, there is a reason why. And again, I've been harping on this all week so far. It's Newton's third law of motion, which every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So if you lift your legs up towards your head, your torso would want to come up with it. The reason why your trunk gets involved is that so it can create an anchoring effect for your torso to stay on the ground. This is why you feel it in your trunk and why people are trainers, quote unquote, call this a quote unquote core exercise, which it is not. It is a hip flexor exercise, because if you look at the movement that's moving, it's the hips and they are flexing, meaning hip flexor exercise the trunk your core is just a byproduct of what's happening 
as an anchoring as an anchoring device so your head and your chest don't come up as well that's all it is anyways i went off a little bit i'm dropping like serious 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 trainer bombs right now um, i know i apologize if this is going over people's heads i apologize if i'm blowing you out of the water i apologize if you are pissed off at me um, it is not my uh, intent it is my intent to give you uh, facts based off of science when it comes to the body and again i've been doing this for 10 years i've been studying skeletons i've been studying muscles i've been studying you name it when it comes to even neurons i've been i have a neurological book that i actually read once once every two years just so i can understand what the neural firing pattern is when it comes to when you do a, a bicep curl what happens to the neurons it's like the depth that i go is just insane so if i if i again if i lose you if you get pissed off at me if uh if i if your mind's blown I apologize. It's not my intent. It's just for me to just get my knowledge out there to help you understand what is actually really happening with your body. Um, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is just going to be a rant. Uh, I know I've been ranting pretty much all week this week, but it's going to be a serious rant because it's just, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun rant. Until then, I will see you guys tomorrow. So you guys have a great night.